Hi, and thanks for tuning in. You are listening to an inclusive features audio report. Brought to you by our global reporting team. Hi, I am Razak Adekoya, a member of the Inclusive Futures team in Nigeria. In December 2019, I spoke to Grace Adeosho, a newly recruited employee of the British Council based in Abuja. Grace is a person with albinism and received training and mentoring in job-seeking and interview skills through our Inclusive Futures Employment Program called Inclusion Works, which helped her to secure the position after struggling during her job search. We spoke about the negative attitudes Grace experienced during the application and interview process and what life is like for persons with albinism in Nigeria including the pervasive superstitious beliefs and often threatening behaviors towards people living with the condition in the country. Hi Grace, please go ahead to tell us a bit about yourself. My name is Grace. I'm 32 years old and I reside in Lagos State. I studied microbiology for my BSc and pharmaceutical microbiology for my MSc. And after that, I graduated as a pharmaceutical microbiologist. I decided to go for a training in pharmaceutical microbiology with NAVDAC for six months, after which I also had another internship with a Mopsy pharmaceutical company for another six months, just for me to have an experience in my area of interest, which is microbiology. But along the line, I have to change my career to project management because I got an internship for a year with British Council where I was to support the project team. What is life like living with disability in Nigeria? Living with uh, disability in Nigeria, I think is, is so, so, so challenging actually. Because, like for me, I'm a person living with albinism, and because of the myths and the facts surrounding albinism, especially in Nigeria, I've made people living with albinism to face different uh, issues, different problems, especially one in this family, two in this society. For person living with albinism, like myself, I had so many challenges. One, in employment, two, socializing, in socialization, and also three, in communicating with people. It's not even the disability that is even the issue. I just noticed that it is the people that I relate with that are the problems. It's not the disabilities. And it is not even their own fault likewise. I just noticed that it is just ignorance that's uh, that causes this because there are so many myths and superstitions surrounding person with uh, albinism. For example, when you see someone with albinisms, they believe, especially in Nigeria or even in most African countries, they believe that when you are living with albinism, you are either a cause or you are a punishment from evil to that family or to the society. And also, they also have this myth that ah, if you are a person with albinism, you, you are good for ritual. So some, when you, you are relating with some people, what is in their mind is that, oh, this is money. 
and why some people believe that okay this person living with albinism they believe that when you have sex with person with albinism when you're an hiv positive and you have sex with person with albinism they believe that it cures that hiv so when someone with hiv just sees person with albinism the mind what is in their head is okay with this person cure my hiv and this has been serious issue because you will not know what is actually in such people's mind. Some people even believe that we are not human, that we are spiritual, that we are, we are even ghosts. Can you share some of your memories growing up with albinism and attending school? Socialization for persons with albinism is not that easy. When I was young, I remember when my colleagues or my mates in school, when they are playing and I, um, I just show up, the next thing is, is either they disappeared as in they run away, except those ones that are very young. You see that they run away because they see person with albinism as a ghost. Then when I was growing up, especially in schools, due to the challenges that person with albinism have, we have we have we face two challenges. The first one is the sight, which is just will I say low vision. Person with albinism, we have different degree of vision. Generally, we have low vision, but in different degree we face serious challenges in school. Then apart from the, the sights, we have the skin challenge too, because the sun is not just our friend. But later when I was going in university, I also faced different challenges too. I faced so many challenges like lecturers, when you go to them to ask them some questions, they, will, they believe that it's not necessary for them to answer you the proper way they, they're supposed to answer you. Mm -hmm. They think you're not really making, you're not a woman being that is really making sense. Grace, would you say disability has affected your job search in any way? My disabilities in terms of looking for a job has really, really affected me. Yes, it has affected me because I've applied to so many places, but on seeing you with others uh, applicants, the next question is, are you also here for the interview? So I, I was, I used to be surprised that what does that mean? What's the meaning of that question? You, you text me, you sent a mail to me for an interview and I'm seated among the other applicants. So why are you asking me such questions? And by the time they call your name for the interview and you enter, the first impression on their face tells you you are not wanted. There's an English that said, that says, uh, uh, first impression lasts longer. So by the time you enter, and for me, I, I see people's action. Before you speak, I know what you are thinking. I will just like, I will tell myself, I have to prove these people wrong. And that's what I've been doing. You will see that person with albinism is not wanted in this place. What does fulfillment look like to you? For me to be fulfilled is for me to impact lives. So I want to see myself imparting different lives. In this era of information flying around, how did you hear about the Inclusion Works? I was actually a member of uh, Lagos State Albinism Awareness Society in Lagos. And I was the secretary of that, uh, of the society. So when I heard about the inclusion work, it was my, uh, Cluster Edge that called me that uh, am I interested in the inclusion work? I said, yeah, that at least that will help me and it will also 
boosts my skills. I also see it as a pathway to my career fulfillment. Can you tell us a bit about your mentor and the support he gave you? My mentor's name is Mr. Ayola Iwayemi. He was actually the facilitator for the employability skills training, which I was involved in, and eventually became my mentor. So my mentor has been so great. I was very happy that I got the facilitator as my mentor. So when we finished from the uh, training, the first thing is to send my CV to him. He just reviewed the CV, he rearranged the CV, and he sent it. So I looked at the CV, I said, wow, this is professional enough. This is very, very nice. But before the training, I've not been receiving film. I would just be sending applications. In fact, I've sent almost 15 applications without a single feedback. So I'll be wondering, is it that these people did not see my application? Or what does that mean? Not knowing that my application is I don't know what they're looking for, but maybe it's indeed dustbin or somewhere. <laughs> but after the training, the first application that I made, I got a message saying, well received. What exactly did you learn through the training that helped you in your interview with the British Council? In the training, I learned employability skills. And the skills, what I actually learned, what I picked, and which has really helped me. My, the facilitator mentioned three things. He said the recruiter is looking for, one, can you do the job? Two, do you want the job? And three, are you fit to do the job? The first one which he says, can you do the job, means do you have the skills, your skills? The second one, do you want the job, means your motivation towards that job. And the third one, are you fit for the organization, means, uh, the, are you fit for the organization, means your values. So the recruiter is looking for three key things, your skills for the job, your motivation for the job, and your values. So I learned those three key, key things. And those three key things, actually helped me to get a job in the, in, within three weeks. After the employability skills, that was when I was called for interview. When do you start the new role? And what are your longer-term career aspirations now? So for my new role, a mail was sent to me in mid of November 2019, and I was asked to resume first week in December 2019. If you'd like to hear more from our citizen reporters, why not visit www.inclusivefeatures.org?